How are we doing, everyone? It is episode 69 of Franco's World. Very interesting episode today, okay? And here's why. It is an episode that has been a long time coming. I got a guy here who's been on my tail about getting on this show on a holy moly. It's like every day he's like, hey, can I be on? Can I be on? And it's like, finally, I got to throw this guy a bone. I finally got to bring him on. They're highly anticipated. My dad, my father, Frank Miller. Dad, how are you doing? Well, how do you how do you think I'm doing, man? I'm doing great. I finally got on the show, bud. Thank you. Of course. And if anyone knows why I'm an insane person or why I do what I do, it's because of you, my man. Well, I tell you what, I'm very proud of you. And, uh, you know, I appreciate what you do, man. I appreciate Yeah, thank me for my service. Yeah, I did an excellent job. Yeah, Absolutely, man. Uh, Maybe one day it'll be worth it. But uh, remember, you help help people. uh, That's your calling. To help people. Yeah, well, I mean, that's something that I've always said. It's like even when I was a little kid, it was yeah. like all I wanted to do was was help people. And it has taken me a minute to figure out what that method is. Yeah. You do you yeah. did the whole pastor thing and the community outreach thing, mm-hmm. and I and I myself am a clown. But yeah. it can help people, you know. You know, humor is a good thing, you know. Laughter. You know, that's a, the Bible says that's a medicine. So uh, the Bible says that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow, I did not know that. Laughter is a medicine, man. So and you got that. Yeah, laughter is the best it. medicine. Besides, that's you know, medicine. You just laughing about your childhood, how we 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 uh, uh, you know took you to every church service and drag. Uh, we we took you to all the public events, speaking events, and that's why you're comfortable around crowds and being on the mic because uh, man, that's your life. That's who you are. Yeah, five years old, and I'm getting up in the pulpit, and I'm starting. And God wants you to give, and to bring it today. Yeah, and you know that's 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 really what I was doing. When I was five years old. Yeah, we were at those snake handling churches in West Virginia. That's totally what we did, man. Is that in West Virginia? Uh, yeah, Jolo, man. Jolo. Yeah, it's, I thought that was a candy. No, 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 Jolo, man. When you got bit with that ratter and your ears swelled all up, man. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> got bit with that rattler? Yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, you're just a little guy, man. We figured you could hold it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I've never noticed anything wrong with me. Uh, I've never noticed anything wrong with me. Oh, see, I got the repeats. I'm okay. Pete and repeat over here. No, but my father was a pastor, and that's probably why I'm interested in talking to people for a living. I watched him communicate with all different types of crowds and do all different types of stuff. Watched you deliver an hour of new material every week. I don't think I ever saw you repeat any material. How often? How often did you... Switch out material. Well, you know that that's a great question. I always try to keep it fresh. Read a lot, listened, studied. You know, and just look at the uh, what's going on in the world and and work and and stuff. And uh, you know, just always get a message that just kind of blended the two and, and bring some encouragement. You know, that's just kind of been my method to be an encourager. Mm-hmm. How often, like, okay, so in the comedy world, you'd call it crowd work. Uh, I saw you do that all the time and, and I didn't even know what it was when I was a kid and I'm older now. And I realized like, Oh wow. He was like, he was trying to get people to relate to the message and he was trying to get people to like, cause people like sit in the crowd of people, they won't tell you this, but like they want to kind of be included. We're all there yeah, together. Absolutely. Um, and, and you, you just like, sometimes you can just outright be like, Hey, what's up with you? And other times you can just like say a joke and be like, this guy knows what I'm talking about. Like you, I saw you do that all the time. Do you like, do you see people like maybe like in the crowd be like, they're like kind of like antsy. They kind of look like they get it or something like that. I don't know. Oh yeah, absolutely. You know, you, you got to observe the the congregation and, and you can tell when, when folks start nodding off after about 15 minutes, it's time to land a plane, man. Yeah. You, know? you got to land the plane. 
but uh, but no, being around the crowd and and much like you, your childhood, you had a great childhood and did a lot of stuff. Oh yeah, and it was great. My growing up, my dad worked for the government, so at just a toddler, uh, just a young child, he took me to every government meeting, funerals, hospital visits, churches. So I was always out in the crowd, and and I, I love I love being out in the crowd and doing a good work and helping people. And so I see you on that same path. I hope so, man. I think I don't think. Um, not to get too, uh, you know, philosophical here, but I don't really think there was ever anything in the cards for me not to do, uh, what I, when I, I don't think it was ever in the cards for me to sit in a cube, sit in an office all day and punch, punch numbers in. I think I have to talk to people in some capacity. I mean, it's just fact of the matter. It's a gift. They call it the The gift gift of gab. gab. Yeah. They definitely call it that. You got it. You inherited that. Man. I thought that was an Italian thing. We're not Italian. People think we are all the time. German. That's why we have German dogs, man. We have Austrian dogs. Oh, are they Austrian? Yeah. They're, eh. they're spoiled. Yeah. I mean, that's what they are because you open up like chips and candy. Well, and... you know, you got to treat them right. They're pets. Vishlas. Vishla. Vishla. Look at them. <laughs> we got one over here just laid up, son. Ready, he laid ready up for a snack. He done had a short stack of ribs, extra yeah. hot sauce, son, full platter. All he wants to do is eat snacks and chase cats. That's his life. That's his man. life. And he and you know he does all day. Like he just lays on the couch and he just goes, <sighs> like 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 he's wore out. He's wore exhausted, out. man. Oh my gosh. But we we've always life is uh, we've made uh, just we've had so many great memories and my goodness. Uh, just growing up with you and watching you and and having fun doing stuff, learning stuff. We're older parents, you know. Mm-hmm. Used to take you to the park, you know, when you're little kids, you mm-hmm. and Olivia, and folks say, "Oh, that's your grandkids." No, man, that's our kids. <laughs> yeah, no? I remember one time I was playing soccer. My one friend was like, "Hey, is that your grandma?" I'm like, "No, that's that's, that's mom. my mom. That's, that's my mom. mom." I don't think. See, the thing is, it's like I never, I never once was like, "Man, I wish my parents were, were younger." I never once said that when I was growing up. Uh, because you guys were still young and active and able to do stuff. You guys are in your 60s now, and you're still spry. You can oh, still yeah. do stuff, hey. and you've lost a lot of weight. You look great. Yeah, man. Hey, I still like Harleys and Corvettes and all that fun stuff. Yeah, man. you're a wheeler you and know, dealer. Yeah, like the wheel and deal. But, uh, but no, I, I think now the whole kids thing for me, it's like, you know, it's not really my thing. Uh, maybe one day in a, in a couple decades from now, but like, you know. Yeah. It doesn't really matter, you know. I remember how disappointed I was because you, you've you been with me a lot of my trading over, the, my goodness, uh, 20 plus, 25 years. Uh, you've seen me bring a lot of stuff home. Yeah, a lot of, <laughs> a lot of Some things. nice stuff and some not so nice stuff. But uh, I remember one time, man, I've had several Harleys and boy, I got this uh, classic uh, 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 Heritage Softail, man, it's beautiful, loud pipes, man, and had it in the garage all waxed up just cranking on the pipes i'm like yo franklin come here man come on get the helmet let's ride you're like dad i'm not getting on that death trap i'm like there's mom that's that's little (laughs) Teresa right there didn't influence you but it's probably a smart move though was i have i always made those like snide (laughs) remarks almost like oh all these little like jabs and comments like yeah you always have really yeah short you always been short. So for a, a tall guy, you've always been short. Oxymoron. <laughs> well, for a short guy, you've always been tall. You've very long winded. There we go. There well, you go. You learned that the gift of gab. We the, talked about that exactly. But, uh, I didn't think. I mean, it, it's so. What's well? I don't want to talk about myself too much. People are here for you, but it's like, 
what was something that maybe you noticed in me as a kid that like weird stuff that I did or maybe like the way I talked to people or how obsessed I was with with jokes and comedy and stuff like that? Did you was that a thing at all? I'm very curious. I don't know if we talked about this ever. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. We live in a small community. Yeah. Everybody knows everybody. Half of us are related. And I, I just out in the, the public there uh, talking to people and like, oh, yeah, you're Franklin's dad. I'm like, oh, yeah, man, that's my boy. They're like, oh, yeah. Yeah, he, he's in my class. He's a clown. He's I've always heard that, man, all through high school. People really? People loved you, you know. And, and, and you got you have such a great heart to helping people. I remember uh, one young lady, a uh, super nice girl, and she had some health issues, Anna or something. Yeah. Really super nice girl. And uh, you and a bunch of guys decided to uh, do uh, like a, a no, dance it was or a charity something. Event. Charity. What was it? I got to cut uh, that. But yeah, yeah, it's uh yeah, it was a charity event. Uh, Anna's army was a charity still yeah. is a charity. And uh, my friend, uh, you know, uh, Anna Gordon, she has a uh, Fedrix yeah. ataxia. It's a very uh, interesting disease. It's very similar to Lou Gehrig's disease There's something they're still looking for, for a cure for. But uh, yeah, we, we, we went to high school together and we would always have the yearly um, sort of fun, charity fundraiser event. And I would always help provide the entertainment and stuff oh, like yeah. that. Did a lot were- of stuff. And, and and I remember one time picking you up. You went down to uh, Josh Enix and a beautiful farm there out in the country. And I went to pick you up, had a party or something, a birthday party. Yeah. And, you know, you guys were maybe middle school or something. And I went to pick you up and they're like, oh, man, Frank, you got You got to come in here. I'm like, what? It was like. Uh, two levels of the hayloft and had all decorated. You were up on the second floor <laughs> moving and grooving and dancing. You're like entertaining everyone. <laughs> and just like South High School when you were the big banana. I wore a banana costume to basketball games sometimes. And they yeah. drug you around all over the floor. I'm like, that that dude's gonna be a comedian or something, man. He's had to flo- had had the crowd in stitches, man. Yeah, I guarantee you there's a lot of people like, Oh brother, this kid again. Yeah, that was probably it. No. But uh I, I think I think a lot of the comedy influence has to come from you you've always been a jokester i've seen you joke around with a ton of different people and you know in the business world and and what have you and uh, i remember dude do you remember this time you were closing a deal with uh, a local pizza chain oh, and i had to yeah. sit in the back of yeah the you were in the back seat <laughs> and you're trying you're pulling out like binders of graphs and figures for this guy now what we can do with the product and sell to you like this and it's yeah, like chain I- I landed a chain, an entire pizza chain. I remember that. We were in a little Honda Civic. And I'm in the back seat. Yeah, we're met in the parking lot. A guy jumped in. I've already had about a dozen meetings with him. I just need him to ink the deal, man. And I'm like, hey, I want to meet, but I got my boy with him. Yeah, you're right there in the back seat. And he liked you. And he signed the deal. I'm like, hey, that worked. Bring the kid with you, man. Yeah, I got I got. So, yeah. You can't say no to a kid. And we still have Pepsi in that account. Isn't that cool? Wow, I've yeah. seen I've seen some businesses that you flipped that uh, went back after you left. Yeah, that's how that's how good you treat them. Well, I always try to treat the customer right, you know, go above and beyond, and and uh, you know, be fair and integrity and honest. But you know, we we did a lot of stuff and uh, living out in the country where you didn't even have internet growing up. Yeah, we had to be creative with stuff we did. Yeah, I mean, um, yeah, I, I, that's the thing. I don't get a lot of the uh, people like. It's hard for me sometimes to get a generation's younger than me humor, even my own generation's humor, because I didn't grow up in that. I didn't have internet growing up. I don't know. Like, I don't get a lot of the memes. I don't get a lot of the jokes and stuff like that. I don't understand the, uh, some of the, the, the lexicon or, or maybe even the tone that they convey the message with. It's hard for me to, like, really 
get because I'm like overly serious all the time because what did I watch all the time? I watched Seinfeld and Frasier and and Everybody Loves Raymond where it's just these like deadpan, very serious, but the joke is the everyday mundane thing. That's what I find funny. And it's, you know, it's, it's tough for me, but I appreciate you introducing that to me at such a young age, you know? Well, and one classic that uh, when you were just eight years old, we started watching and it stuck with you today. You still love it. Mm -hmm. Blues Brothers. Oh, yeah. Uh, Classic. You, you, you. Yeah. Uh huh. I can't not uh, talk. We got to talk about the Blues Brothers, man. That's just. Blues Brothers are awesome, man. That is an awesome movie, man. And uh, 1980, it came out. It was definitely. So, so they had, there's a lot of over the top jokes that I didn't get as a kid. Like the scene. (laughs) Yeah. Well, there's, yeah, there's a lot of vulgar jokes in there too as a kid, which is wild. But, uh, uh, like the scene whenever they're they're chasing the cops are chasing them and other cop cars just like keep piling into each other just one after another like that's that's funny now and uh you know uh oh you boys drank a lot of beer it's like all right i always sign my checks on the good the, old boys blues country band or you guys like have that. your members cards it's like yeah, yeah. yeah i'm gonna write the check and yeah it was on I do you all that movie, man. That movie's all time. I need to watch that soon, man. I, I love that movie, man. But they were helping a Catholic Church. That was their mission, wasn't it? Well, they'll never get caught because they're on a mission from mission God. From God, we're on a so mission from God. That's what we're on—a mission from God, and and it's a great ride. You got to enjoy life, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, you really do, and and you've got that. You've got that gift of relating to people. And did your dad have that gift? Mm-hmm. He did. He certainly did. Yeah, he was. Uh, dad was hardcore though. He was, uh, I learned a lot of hard lessons in life, but uh, as I grow older, he and I became best friends. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, I, I don't think you and I have ever, uh, we never really had like a, we're not very angry people. So like, we never really had like, oh, I hate you type of moment. We never really had a door no. slam type of moment. I think, no. I think that's one thing that I really liked about our family. It's like, yeah. we kind of just like talked about like any sort of issue. Well, I, I remember one time you did get mad at me. Uh, because uh, Friday night is big. Friday night football is big. And in middle school there, before you jumped on the team, and we were going over there to the field, and it was the the game between uh, PHS and South. It was a big deal. And uh, we were going over and took a shortcut through the field Mm -hmm. and passed a hornet's nest, and you got lit up with some hornets. I got lit up pretty big. Hey, suck it up, man. Come on. (laughs) Next day, your ear looked like Jumbo, and it was the day of school. Jumbo? Jumbo, the elephant. Dumbo, the elephant, you Dumbo. (laughs) Okay. You know, it's been a long time ago. You're old, dude. (laughs) (laughs) And then the next day, man, you're all mad, came home and uh, had had school school pictures. pictures. Yep, had school pictures. We still got that picture. It's got that one big ear, man. You got a shadow. (laughs) You know, it's like, (laughs) dude, that guy's got a beard. No, that's his his ears all swelled up. I mean, dude, walking to South Games was wild, man. And and, then West Virginia, man, you got big time high school football. That's it. And that's the the town shuts down for games. And, uh, you know, we were leaving a game one time when I was a kid. And you're like, come on, man, I'll race you to the car. We'd always (laughs) used to race to the car, man. That's what we did. And, uh, you know, I take off running and then I hit a hole stepped and then I go for stepped hole. in a gopher hole. And then, and then <laughs> I just feel this, like, feel this force just land on top of me. I see these fat legs rolling in front of me. <laughs> you're, you're doing somersaults in the middle of like South lawn. I mean, like, on a hole, man. Gopher hole. Oh my gosh. Jeez, man. Good times. But, uh, but you know, we, we, we do have some good times and, We've we've had some sad times too, you know. We've we don't have to talk about sad times. It's well, a comedy show. Oh, it's comedy, but you know, sad is life. You know, 
uh, we we lost a couple pets, you know, over mm-hmm. the years. Yeah, you know? I wonder how did they pass? Well, mom backed over my good cat. I love that cat, <laughs> and then calls me at work says, "I think I backed over Snowy." And I came home and yep, Snowy was stiff. Yeah, Snowy was gone. <laughs> and went uh, to cat heaven, Mr. AJ. Well, our golden retriever. He was probably about sixteen, seventeen years old and couldn't hear and couldn't see. And he's awesome. Those golden retrievers are awesome. And, and no teeth from eating deer bones. And he got behind one of the vehicles and somebody backed over him. And, and uh, poor guy, he was, he was done. But that uh, is demise. But he lived a good life, man. Yeah. Lived he a lived, great life. Remember that? Remember when I got that dog? Uh, one of my uh, customers at Pepsi, uh, I had all the Mexican restaurants, all the Chinese restaurants, because I always just took care of people. You know, mm-hmm. I sold the number one product and, and uh, met the gentleman that opened up a chain of Chinese restaurants. And he said, hey, Frank, I've got a dog here. I can't take care of him. Golden Retriever, AJ. So he knew I lived in the country and I brought him home. Remember that? Oh, yeah, I remember that. Brought AJ home and had him for many, many years. He was just a great dog. And I brought him home and I said, hey, look, man, look at this beautiful dog. Look how trained he is. And y'all were little kids, you know, and and they're like, dad, tell, tell him to do some tricks. And I said, sit, sit. And he just looked at me, lay down, lay down beg he wouldn't do anything come to find out he was trained in chinese so he didn't understand english so it's a chinese a, dog we had a chinese dog but uh he was he was he's a great pet man it's a good pet we had a lot of good pets we got two uh two yeah we have a dog literally gnawing on his uh hoof right now that's what he's doing that's what he likes to do, oh, yeah. do for fun troy he eats anything in sight Kind of like uh, you, his master. Yeah. You eat anything in sight. Not I'm doing, anymore. I'm doing better. Not anymore. You do look uh, entirely different. I, we need a we need a picture of uh. Do you have you looked at any pictures of you like even in February? No, lost a few pounds. Forty. Forty pounds. Yeah, forty pounds. Holy moly! Yeah, low carb. Love it, man. Walking every day. So. I mean, you used to be able to fall asleep behind the wheel of a car. I remember when you were driving home from Marshall football games. <laughs> it's like it's like late at night, man. And like it, you have all the windows down. You probably have Creedence Clearwater Revival cranked on, Love it. Love it. On, on, on the music. And you're just trying to stay awake, slamming Mountain Dews left and right. No, Dr. Pepper. That was oh, your vice. I love Dr. Pepper, man. Yeah. But always just some neat stuff. Always try to get you to sporting events, man, in the crowd. And you hate sports, so I appreciate. Well, I, I really hate sports. No, I, I, but, I really appreciate you. That's being a good dad. You didn't yeah. like sports, and yeah. you did, knew what I did. So thank you. Oh yeah, I went to a lot of sports, and I appreciated that. But uh, you know, remember every Monday night was our thing. Okay. WWE. Yeah, wrestling, baby. Wrestling every Monday evening. You know who was it? Uh, oh my goodness, the Piper Twins, and, Highlanders. Yeah. And, Carlito and John Cena. John Cena. And I remember Carlito, you loved him. That was my guy. And I'm like, it's Halloween. I want to do something for the guy. Mom got you a curly wig and I got some old boots your size and I spray painted them orange. And you stuck (laughs) you stuck them. You stuck them in the oven to dry. (laughs) Stuck the house like for a week. No one can breathe. Like what is that? I'm like, man, I'm baking the dude's boots. He got to dry because man, he, he got a gig. He got a, he got a party in two minutes. He got a roll. He went to the party like, uh, take your boots off before you come on the carpet. Ha <laughs> <laughs> 
get to wear the boots. <laughs> I walked into the party and they say, hey, take your shoes off before you get in. Everybody's like, oh, what is that smell? We're sick. We're sick. <laughs> it's like Franklin's boots. What's wrong with your boots? <laughs> Dad, spray paint them. Bake them in the oven. Spray paint. You stuck boots in the oven and the whole house filled up with paint fumes. <laughs> You're like, I don't feel good. I can't. I can't do it. My abs hurt. But you look good. I had a wig. Oh. No, that toupee was worse than Sinatra's. That was such a bad wig, man. Well, oh. mom got a deal with the dollar store. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh. Those are just one of the many times, man. I mean, you literally stuck these oh. paint. These boots are dripping in orange paint, and you stick them in the oven. I always had an idea how to do stuff, and mom would just shake her head. And I remember one time, like, you know, if I get a cold or something. Yeah. I would take like two Tylenol, three Alka-Seltzer Plus, half a bottle of Listerine, you know. <laughs> and I remember, and then uh, two or three uh, big bites of Vicks Sav because we were little. Bites of Vicks? Yeah. Hold we, on, what? When, yeah, when we were little. No. Yeah. The vapor rub. Yeah. Vicks you Sav. ate it. Yeah. And dad would always give it to us. It cleared us. Probably it would uh, kill COVID now or something. <laughs> but, but we would eat Vicks vapor rub, you know. And uh, mom. I remember one time. We can't just bypass the fact to a lubricant, essentially. I mean, Vicks Vapor Rub. That's petroleum jelly, essentially. That's why words flow so easy. I mean, I guess. (laughs) And I remember one time, Mom, you know, she knew how how I operated, you know, and, uh, and she told you kids, don't ever, don't ever do what your dad does. I mean, we've heard that a lot. I mean, the amount of times that you have uh, cleaned a cleaned a bathroom and just lock yourself in there and just spray everything inside. I mean, you're getting high in the bathrooms, huffing, huffing list, uh, listerine and Clorox and scrubbing bubbles. Listen to Leonard Skinner. <laughs> Dad's got Freebird playing. We know he's huffing, scrubbing bubbles. <laughs> it cleans the bowl so you don't have to. And then, hey, but it wouldn't take the paint off them little orange Carlito boots, man. We still got those things. I would love, I would love for uh, to say thank you to Carlito because every Monday night that yeah. guy put on a show. He he ate an apple and he spit it in people's oh, yeah. face. You know, Undertaker. Remember this? Guy, yeah, man. Undertaker. We, where did we go? We drove way up in Ohio, Canton, Ohio, Canton, Ohio. Man, full house and it was wild. But uh, yeah, I always just wanted to uh, let you guys get a good experience of uh, having fun as a family. We just had a good childhood, man. All the vacations, we've traveled this countryside. Yeah, remember when we went to the uh, shark capital of the world? Yeah, and we're like, where's everyone at? There's nobody in the water. Hey, let's go. Let's get it. West Virginia. They're like, Then we get home, like, there were 17 shark attacks, three deaths, and we're like, wait a second, is that our condo we stay <laughs> We, we created Shark Week, man. Oh, yeah. We went down there, son. It was New Smyrna Beach, Florida, for oh, those wondering, awesome, son. Awesome. Awesome. I what? mean, was it awesome? Dude. Okay, so get this. You have this <laughs> innate ability to find random dads at, at, at wherever we're going and just talk to them about dad things, and you play six degrees of separation, and you know somebody's grandma, sister, baby, cousin that you happen to go to high school with, mm-hmm. okay? Yeah. And and so we're at New Smyrna Beach, Florida. I'm swimming in the pool. This guy's hammering, not you, this guy that you're talking to is hammering Coors Lights yeah. at 10 in the morning, 
Okay. And, and, and you're asking him, you're like, Hey, uh, what's a good place to get a bite to eat around here? This guy's hammered. And he's like, Oh, bar down the road. Uh, they do a pretty good taco bar, uh, burger night. Check that out. And you're like, Oh yeah, yeah, let's do it. So, so later that <laughs> night, grandma, grandma, yep. The whole, the whole Beverly Hillbillies decide to go, uh, to go on this excursion and we go down the road to uh some bar literally it has a it has like chicken wire screen door to like get in yeah. and they have live music playing yeah. band crank and oh, we yeah. order burgers and you know we have to wade through a, a crowd of uh parrot head fans and margaritaville or whatever and we're sitting there and all of a sudden you just hear this <laughs> <laughs> and- <laughs> and it's uh, a water pipe. Or it's the air pipe. conditioning vent, and it drips on mom's leg, and oh, mom yeah. screams she like off. she got stabbed in the Freaked back. Freaked everybody out, and so we all left. We had to leave. Yeah, but I don't know what happened. Did you eat all of the food that? Yeah, we- I was like, hey, hold on a minute, y'all not going to eat that? <laughs> Give me this. <laughs> it's like you ate five burgers because you didn't want to lose the money on it. <laughs> but man, you would always just do these uh, random things like that. I don't know why you would do all the like, like you would take us on these weird trips i mean they were fun but it's like you know we, we would just get into these weird sticky situations you're a guy you're a guy that likes a shady deal that's what it is you would re- shady, deal. shady deal you're a wheeler and dealer but you would rather take i'm i'm thoroughly convinced you would rather take a uh say a a, a rolex that could have fallen off a truck oh and you pay 150 oh. bucks for it buddy and it could be real it could be fake over over a over an actual Rolex that's worth two hundred dollars, like it just like beat up and knocked out. You'd rather take the one that could be fake and it got a hot off the truck. You remember just like a you shady remember, deal. You remember when? Uh, hey, you all just had to go to New York City, so we rented a van and drove to New York City. I do remember the van to New York. Yeah, and we uh, had it Roy Rogers the train and and then met the wizard out at uh, Central Park. Yep. I do remember that guy. Yeah, I saw him in a different outfit later. That <laughs> Colonel, a yeah, general general outfit. outfit. Yeah. yeah, right by the the, the guy's probably famous somewhere on Broadway right now, making millions, man. You know what's wild? It's like New York. You say it's this massive city. You think you would never see anybody. There was this one guy I'll never forget. He wore this big Jesus chain, mm-hmm. and he was working at the hotel that we were staying at. He had cornrows. I remember exactly what he looked like. And then, like a couple of days later, we're on the train, and I see him, and I'm just like, "Holy cow! What are the odds that you see the yeah. same guy twice yeah. like that? It's Strange. weird." No, but the New York trip was fun, man. You won this. Yeah, I won a trip from Pepsi. We flew all over the countryside winning contests. And you remember we went to watch a Mets game at the old stadium. We went to the Shea Stadium. Packed. Yeah. Train unloaded. Got back on. And then the turnstile, we didn't have tickets. <laughs> we hopped the turnstiles. Mom well, did. Well, no, it was the like the whole crowd was trying to get out. And they were like broken or jammed or something like that. So everybody's like, all right, we're Someone hopping these. Jump it. Jump yeah. it. We, some went over, some went under. Some gave all, all gave some. What is the same? Something like that. <laughs> Something man. like that. Absolutely, man. But uh, but yeah, that was a that was a great experience. Had no issues, but uh, you know, we had some good times. And you know, we've always you've always been a real patriotic guy. You know, we <laughs> patriotic. You know, growing up in Air, I'm a Air Force guy, so yeah. you've always respected that. That uh, yeah, serving and of course your grandpa's all of them served. And, yep. Uh, you know, I think, yeah, you're still young. You could go into the Marine Corps, man. Yeah, I definitely have what it takes to be a Marine, Dad. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Huh? No, I don't. Once a Marine, always a Marine. It'll be a good experience for you. Oh, you're going to take me to the local recruiting office? Is that what you're going to do? <laughs> no. No, I'm proud of it. You've done well, man. <laughs> Made it through WV. Seems like that was just a flash. At, at My years. time at West Virginia was very fast, and I paid thirty grand to figure yeah. out that I wanted to be a professional clown. 
yeah. paid 30 grand to sit in my apartment and write jokes till three in the morning. Yeah. I, I paid 30 grand to get a degree I'm probably not going to use, yeah. but, but, uh, it, it, I got to do my first few shows there. I got to talk mm-hmm. to a lot of people. I got to make some connections and, uh, all in all, it was a lot of fun. I learned how to, I like, I lived by myself. So I learned how to be a, a productive member of society. Yeah. And it's like, Hey, if you're not going to cook, if you're not going to clean, if you're not going to do laundry, nobody's going to do that for you. And so I, and I you connected with people. You've, you've got that knack. You're talking about me being able to connect with people. Yeah. It's a gift, but I remember the apartment uh, complex that you moved into. Uh, you had some guys there were from where Saudi Arabia or Saudi Arabia yep. being your best buddies, you know, I couldn't understand what they were saying, but best buddies is a loose term. They were probably my best friends in the complex. They were yeah. my one friend, um, Hassan. That Hassan. was his, not Hassan. Yeah. He was my next nice door neighbor. He's a really nice guy. Uh, there was a couple of times he was, he was like, I was like walking down the street and he's like, Hey, you need, you need a ride. And I'm just like, well, okay, that was country. I guess I could do his accent. You need a ride. He did. He said that. And I was like, yeah, I guess so. And he's like, yeah, I give you a ride. And I was like, thank you. Uh, and then he taught me some Arabic. And I said, I got out of the car, I said, shakran, shakran, Hassan, which means uh, thank you in, uh, in Arabic and what have yeah. you. And uh, I'll never forget the thing he told me. I was graduate. I graduated. The graduation ceremony was that day. Mm-hmm. And uh, I cleaned my apartment out. I'm about to leave, start my new life. And uh, he comes up to me and he shakes my hand. He goes, best of luck to you on the next part of your journey. And I'm just like, wow, have I been blessed by some sort of like Arabic prince? I mean, that's just such a poetic thing to say to somebody. Best of luck to you on the next part of your journey. Mm-hmm. Life is a journey, son. Oh, yeah. Hey, and you know what? And it is, it's an experience. We've experienced so many things. And I think you talked about it on one of your shows. Uh, we went to Madrid, Spain. That was a lot that, of fun. That was incredible. Long flight. but we Long were, flight back. Yeah, I know you called us the Beverly Hillbillies, but uh, <laughs> but we had a good time, man. And there's more to come. Yeah, a lot of a lot of good times, man. It's all it's all thanks to you, man. I can't thank you enough. You've been a great dad. You've been a great uh, entertainer. You taught me a lot. You've been a great communicator, marketer. So I really appreciate you uh, introducing me, especially to to comedy at a young age. I remember we would rent, go to Blockbuster, and yep, that and was a big deal, and rent random dvds the best time is like the best of snl you'd pick a guy will ferrell or, or oh, uh, yeah. chris farley yep. we'd watch all those guys tracy morgan oh, love man. tracy morgan yeah, and and we would just sit here and laugh and just sit here and laugh and we would watch we'd plug them into your uh laptop yep. well, your work laptop and we'd sit here and we watch it we watched some dumb movies too yeah remember we watched, we watched some pretty dumb ones remember uh norbit Oh yeah, that was that, that was, was a weird. Movie. Remember Love Guru with Mike Myers? That was also mm-hmm. a dumb one. We watched a lot of dumb ones. Yeah, watched some good ones too. Yeah, you know, but you know that's uh, that's part of life, man. Did you know? Did I ever show you this? I don't know if I ever showed you. I don't have it on me. I should show it to you, but uh, like, so when I was in uh, middle school, and we, I finally got a TV in my room that had more than two channels. Yeah, I think you moved up to three channels. Yeah, and really one, big time. Yeah, instead of NBC and Fox, I got NBC, Fox, and Comedy Central, and uh, uh, I would watch uh, stand up on there, like you know these c- comedian specials. And if there was a joke I liked, I would take the TiVo button every two seconds. I'd pause it after he said it. I'd write down the guy's joke. Patrice O'Neill. I think I did a lot of Dave Chappelle, Kevin Hart, all those guys. Yeah. Um, I would write down the joke every two like every two seconds. Write down whatever words he said verbatim. Write the joke out edit it to make it clean and then hand it to you guys and act like it was my joke that I wrote. It's like a five minute incredible bit. What, you didn't write those jokes. No, oh, I, I thought you wrote. No, those. you're lying. You're lying. You didn't <laughs> think I thought that, but, uh, 
but yeah, man. So I think that's where the love for, for writing this stuff came from. It's just like, uh, like I have to, we're, our processes are probably different, but like my process is, uh, you know, write everything long form verbatim on paper. That's how I remember. You're a great writer. You're well, very, thank very you. That's writer. why I brought you on here is just solely to compliment me. But, Certainly. uh, <laughs> I, um, uh, I like to write it down long form on paper. I don't really do much act out stuff in the mirror. I know a lot of people will talk in a corner or talk to the mirror. And uh, I'm very curious because I, I think your process is you, you, I remember so many times as a kid, Saturday afternoon, I'm watching football as a kid and you're getting ready to deliver a message tomorrow. And you're like, Oh, I don't have material. I don't have my message ready. And a couple hours later, I'm, I walk back uh, and then you're studying and you're like, yeah, I just hear you mouthing these random things, like you're just saying words. What Chanting, is it? Lord, what is your, help me? <laughs> what, is your, what is just, your what is your work process like? What was your when you're preparing material? Well, and you know, uh, I was one of those guys that went back to school later on in life, so that was a stretch, you know, mm-hmm. uh, finishing up my education. But uh, just you know, finding some quiet time, you know, and and studying, and and the message would come, you know, but. Uh, I love to read and, and just, uh, and be prepared. I, you know, I didn't like to just off the cuff. I like to have my material ready and, and have my message in mind. And sometimes, you know, Lord, to change the message up, but, uh, but just being ready and, and having a, a, a great wife like your mother that, uh, would manage the kids and go <laughs> do a lot of things on Saturday evening. And, and so mom, mom would coach the baseball <laughs> and basketball teams. Yeah. My guys, my buds used to get after me. They're like, Frank, we don't understand this said, your son's doing great, man. He's in baseball, he's in basketball and, and you're, and Teresa's down at the court at Tri-C, you know, and you, your nickname in playing baseball was dusty. Yeah. Was, man, I run hard. Never, I slide into roll, the bases. Rolling in the dust, going dusty. And, uh, so we figured it out with my work schedule and, and study and stuff. So Olivia was in ballet. Mm-hmm. So I would take Olivia to ballet and they're like, Frank, why are you going to ballet? And Teresa's doing baseball. I'm like, dude, that's just how it worked out. So <laughs> I slept through a lot of nutcrackers, man. Me too. So, but, uh, we did, we had a blended family like that and, uh, a good family. So it's neat to see our, our, uh, man, uh, my grandson, you know, uh, man, he that, that's a, that's a, well, he, go ahead. He's growing up, man. And he and granddaughter Jane, you know, your niece and, a nephew, they think the world of Uncle Franklin. Oh my gosh, yeah. I, the the wild thing about Owen is like he's turning. I mean, nature versus nurture. So yeah. like his form, his very very early years, he was with us, and we helped raise them. And it's wild to hear him, and he hangs out with you all the time when he's here. And it's like it's wild to hear him talk now because he just sounds like us, and it's scary because we were on the phone with him. Uh, uh, I don't know his birthday. And we're like, all right, well, we're probably going to get back to work. And he's like, are you hanging up? That's the tone of voice people use when they're hanging up. And instead, it's like, dude, chill out. And he, and both of those kids are so smart because Trent and Olivia do a lot with those kids. They teach them. Yeah. They, they discipline them. Hard. And man, yeah, they've got a great life uh, What in an international school in Spain. So yeah. they're learning so much, very diversified school. And it's hard to believe they're growing up. And uh, But you know, it's better than my education in the country, your backwoods school, man. Gonna get it, you know, yep. <laughs> Drinking water out of the water fountain that we find out years later is just basically cancer. Yeah, C8. Yeah, just bad. But, you know, hey, we did get some internet one time. Remember how excited we were? They said, hey, we've got internet coming through 
Uh, we're going to be out Waysville Road. Dial-up? No, or? it's called Bad Net. Yeah. And somebody like named that. that well, Bad Net. Now we still struggle with internet, man. You've been home uh, trying to meet yeah. the Frontier guy to get upgraded. But, hey, the real deal is communicating to people, and, yeah. and uh, you do that very, very yeah, well. Yeah, I'm going to drive to McDonald's after this and upload the show. But it'll all be worth it one day. It'll make for a great you story. You going to McDonald's? Yeah, Give what's me a you, Big Mac, Mac you, man. You want a Big Mac? All right. Get some fries. It'll all be worth it one day. Hopefully the show pops off and uh, I get to buy you. What's, I mean, you just got a brand new vet out there, but what's the vet you really wanted? 63 60, split window. 63 split window. Yeah. That's not, okay. That'd be cool. What did they drive in uh, Smokey and the Bandit? Was that a Firebird? Trans Am. Trans Am, okay. Yeah, about a 79 or something, wasn't it? Yeah, all I'll right. take uh, one of those too. All right, sounds good. We'll get a whole fleet. Yeah. Uh, any parting words for, uh, to the to the listeners, to the viewers? Anything? You know, at uh, Pepsi was a great career. The Lord blessed me as I moved up through the ranks into management. I started out on a route truck, you know. Yeah. Uh, but we would go to the college uh, campuses and do uh, campus hires. I remember, I hired a lot of young people, and, and they would spend the onboarding process with each of us in our departments. And I'd always tell them these things. I said, hey, you will go very, very far with this company if you – uh, uh, stay honest and work hard and keep your nose clean. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and some of them did that and went all the way so far in New York at the top. That that's uh, pretty amazing. And some didn't make it. So just keep shining, keep blessing people, man, and never give up on your dreams and always take time to stop and laugh about them little Carlito boots. <laughs> Sounds good, man. Thank you all for tuning in today. That was a very fun episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Remember, follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Franco's World underscore. In the meantime, keep taking care of yourselves and keep all those questions and answers coming. And uh, hope you guys have a great day. I will see you when I see you.